The business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB is proudly brought to you by MTN Business Broadband. First National Bank. How can we help you? This advert is FDA approved. Great to be back and uh, thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB. You do know, of course, the show is proudly brought to you by First National Bank Ghana. How can we help you? And of course, now uh, introducing <laughs> Cowbell, our milk. My name is Kwabna Chenchaini Watson. Today, after this break, I have something very wonderful for you. Uh, she's one of our own. She attended, uh, you know, St. Louis Archbishop Potter Girls. If I say one of our own, I don't mean I attended Archbishop Potter Girls anywhere, but <laughs> she attended the University of Ghana as well, uh, did some amazing work in a lot of banks. And uh, now uh, it's in very unfamiliar territory. But as to why she's in such a territory and how, how come she's doing so well? Well, uh, in the next few minutes, we'll get all of those answers. Stay tuned. Banana. Banana? Okay, Dad. Including mocha, Carvel has five flavors. Banana, strawberry, chocomalt, and coconut. What is the fifth one? Strawberry. No. Uh, are you feeling hot? Honey, including mocha, Carvel has five flavors. Strawberry, banana, chocomalt, coconut. What's the fifth one? Chocomalt? Hey! Coconut! Hey! Nutritious and refreshing, Cowbell has a flavor for everyone. They think I don't know. This advert is FDA approved. Mabel Kwashi is the Chief Executive Officer for Aquatic Foods Limited today. She's our guest on the business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I hope all is well. Yes, all is well. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I like the fact that uh, you, you are one of our own. People thought I attended you know, St. Louis, <laughs> but you know, that's okay. No, that's but St. Louis had a cis formers in those days. Cis formers, oh. we had meals, so ah. it would not be out of place. Okay. So I could have attended. Yes, you could have. That is So yes, she's indeed one of our own. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, really, um, uh, hope I'm just trying to understand a few things, though. Um, um, you were a banker for many, many years. 20. 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you quit banking? I quit banking um, in the first place because I was tired. tired. The stress mm. was too much. Uh, working, moving from Sakumono every morning mm. to Accra. That, that was number one. Yeah. And I had also made up my mind long ago that when I'm 50, I don't want to go through that stress. So I'll look for mm. something to do. And I didn't want to go into buying and selling. So I knew I would definitely do something, but I didn't know what I'll go into. Mm. And then, fortunately, the bank was under new management. There was oh, okay. an exit package. Okay. 
just at 50 years mm. and I thought it was an opportune time right. for me to move right. on. So right. I took advantage of that, picked my package and mm. then moved out. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. But, but at least, okay, so at the time of leaving the bank, were you clear in your mind what it is you wanted to do next? Yes, I was. So a group of us uh, with two other uh, bankers, mm. we had decided to go into fish farming. And actually, the idea of fish farming came about when I was doing my MBA. The condition was that it's, it's an entrepreneurship training program, mm. I mean, course. So mm. the condition was to come with a project. You must have an, a business idea because okay. everything that was being studied was linked to your, your business. Oh, right. And by at that time, I, I was an RM at that time. and That's a relationship, relationship manager, manager at the bank, at the bank okay. yes. I served in different categories in the bank. Mm. I started as a secretary mm. and then moved on to, to the bank office and then moved to RM. Okay. So you're supposed to visit your, your customers. Yeah. So one of my customers was a fish farmer. Mm. And anytime I visited a farm, I got interested in the tiny little things that you see. And then eventually, especially when you are feeding them and they all come out and they, they yeah. come out for the food yeah. and all that. And I love fish also especially the head <laughs> so <laughs> yes yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so i i took the fish farming as my project mm. to the university so that's what i use for my course for the mba that is altis university catholic university of milan so along the line my mentor asked me to start my project even before i finished the course so a number of us two of us came three actually came together and then we formed the aquatic world. Mm. So that's how come we, we, we went into farming. So I didn't go alone. Even though I started with two cages just to have a feel of it. Yeah. But but the, the company was formed by three bankers. Okay. So so yourself and two other bankers who were perhaps also pursuing an MBA program? No, they had already done their MBA. Uh, and they were young ones. I was quite old when I went to, mm -hmm. to the university. But they were young and they had finished their course okay. long ago. Okay. But then we were all looking at avenues because, you know, it got to a point that we saw what was going on in the banks and we knew that one day something will happen. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to secure Is ourselves. Is anything to do with the banking sector cleanup? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, when you're inside, you know what's going on in the oh, industry. So okay. you just have to try and... Yeah, uh, look for an exit plan. Yes. Early enough. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's good you've shared with us um, the fact that at least you had a plan before you exited and the like. But I would assume that you had met with a lot of clients, had seen several businesses. What was the one thing that made you think this would be the thing that would be good enough for you? Fish farming. Actually, like I said, my customers were in other sectors, but mm. majority were in commerce. Right, okay. uh, buying and selling. But you didn't see yourself doing no, that. No, no, I, I did. Even though I could sell, mm. I mean, I, anything that comes to me, I sell. Mm. So sometimes, even in the bank, when people want to sell their shirts, you know, we have the Italian shirts and suits, they bring it to me to sell. Right. I knew I could sell, but I wanted something that I could build myself. Mm. Mm. And mm. like I said, when I chanced upon the fish, I found it very interesting. So I thought that, well, why not? Okay. Yeah. 
All right, that's fine. And again, you also love fish. Yes, I love it. The head. Yes. Those of you who chew tilapia in the head, you are doing a great disservice to humanity. Please take note. When I cook at home, they all leave the head for me. Ah, there you go. I think I should be passing you more often. Okay. So so let's take a look at so now you have transitioned from the corporate setting into um uh, well, an unfamiliar territory, I would yes. say, at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, how was it like, at least the first few years of you going into fish farming, how was it like? The first year was fantastic. I mean, everything went on according to plan. Mm. Uh, the harvest was good mm. and all that. And because none of us also knew the science of fish farming, we employed an expert, right. a graduate from from the University of Cape Coast, uh, who had done a BSc in aquaculture. Mm. But then along the line, things started going wrong. And we made, well, we were bankers, but we made some mistakes, which we shouldn't have. Mm. So um, that aspect, after two years or so, didn't go well. And then that was number one. And then the second one, too, was that we realized that you need a lot of money to go into fish farming. Right. If one cage right now, even now the prices have start, are, are going up, the cost of feed, but then maybe a cage you need about 20 to 25 to 30 for a cage. And if you want to do one cage, it means that you have to wait till next, six months before you, you do your harvest and you get your money and start again, which mm-hmm. wasn't business, yeah. business yeah. like it, was, it doesn't make business sense. Yeah. So then you have to have a lot of money to put the uh, cages in one after the other. So that was also the second... Uh, but how much does it even cost to put up one cage? So like I said, feeding alone, the, the feeding alone will take about 70 to 80% of your cost. And you are looking at, if you stock 5,000, in those days, you are looking at 15,000, 20, now uh, it's, it's even more. About 40,000, uh, Yeah, yeah depending on what feed you are using and mm-hmm. all that. So... It then didn't make business sense because then you run your cost, you build up your cost and wait for six months before you. Mm, but yeah. then if you have in, in, in such a way that every week or every month, even at least every two weeks you are harvesting, then you are making, yeah. you, are, you are in business. So that was also one of the things that we also realized too late that mm. we couldn't continue unless we were able to raise other funds to support the, the business. Mm-hmm. I see. So, so Alice, those are two very important things that you realized along the line. So um, what happened? Your colleagues moved out, they stopped the business. What happened? So the, one of them, I, right from the onset, also went into other things, uh, helping other businesses to grow and Incidentally, the two of them also went into ministering. Um, they are pastors now. Oh. So I was, even though I ran along with them, I bounced off everything with them. I was mostly the one running, 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 okay. running the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even up till now, I do most of the work, but we consult. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so as of now, you no longer work together with them, do you? So that was aquatic world. Okay. Yes. So it's good. So we are at that point now. So aquatic food. Also, come to aquatic food. Okay. We'll come there in a minute. But you're still watching the business edition of Twenty One Minutes with KKB. We are hearing a very interesting story uh, about how a banker uh, tend to fish farming. 
uh, all because of the head of the fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, and uh, there's a lot more to cover though, but let's take a few messages from our sponsors. And once you return, we'll delve some more into the transition from aquatic world to aquatic food. They are telling you they are focused on healthy living and the fact that you should eat a lot more fish should tell us why. Stay with us. Banana. Banana? Okay, Dad. Including mocha, Cabo has five flavors. Banana, strawberry, chocomalt, and coconut. What is the fifth one? Strawberry. No. Uh, are you feeling hot? Honey, including mocha, Cabo has five flavors. Strawberry, banana, chocomalt, coconut. What's the fifth one? Chocomalt? Coconut! Ay! Nutritious and refreshing, Cowbell has a flavor for everyone. They think I don't know. This advert is FDA approved. Hello everyone, uh, my name is Senna. I'm a member of the 2002 Aqua Year Group. Um, this is an invite to the members of the Year Group um, as we are hosting the Teachers Appreciation, um, it's been 20 years since we left school and it's that time um, beauty comes calling. So um, this is an invite for you to show up in your numbers, let's support our teachers, they've been part of you know, making us who we are um, and without them some of us wouldn't have even made some choices we've made in life but this is an opportunity for us to all reconnect, discuss, um, share some stories from school. Um, you know, we had some great times and we can't deny that. Um, let's come, let's appreciate our teachers, let's show some love to them. And um, it's on the 2nd of December at the Agri Chapel, uh, which is a Friday and it starts from 2 p.m. So note this in your calendars, show up in your numbers, let's support our teachers and let's make this a success. You're welcome back, and uh, you're still watching the business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB. My name is Kwabna Chemchehinebwati. We are here having a very interesting conversation with Mabel Kwashi. She's the Chief Executive Officer for Aquatic Foods. Uh, she's taken us through a lot already, like you do know, and you have followed, and time now for us to see the transition. So, you were doing Aquatic World with a few friends, then everything changed to Aquatic Food. Tell us a bit about the change. When the farming failed, mm. I mean, it practically went to a halt. Then I forgot to mention one Did also. Did you make your money though? The money invested? Um, no. I mean, even if you calculate the harvest that came and everything. Well, like I said, the first year was, was good. The good. harvest was good. Mm. The, we, we had the sizes, but subsequently we had a lot of mortalities and all that. Oh, one thing okay. I also forgot to, to, to talk about which would be maybe the third one, it's the pricing. Mm. We are price takers. So the market women or the market men come with their own price, mm. irrespective of how much you have put in yeah. your farm. Yeah. They, this is how much they want to. If you go to 10 people, they all quote the, the same. same price. And, yeah. and then the fact that we, also, we, we do not use a measure 
a scale for it. So if we are sorting, it becomes a hassle all mm. the time because I don't like this. This cannot be size one. This is equal. I mean, there's always that yeah. that that mm. uh, uh, chaos on the farm. Mm. So when uh, we decided that we shouldn't continue incurring more debts, we 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 closed down. I mean, closed down for a while. I just had time to. I wanted time to think through. But before then, or whilst this was going on, I went for a training program in Uganda. Mm. If you if you look at the notice in my board signboard, you see an entrepreneurship um, yes. incubation hub. Yes, I was really interested in uh, helping the young ones in aquaculture. Mm. So I went for this training program in Uganda, and went for factory visit then we visited an incubation center then i saw fish sausages <laughs> fish sausages yes then i saw fish sausages so when i came back i was very interested so i started reading and doing my research around it mm. so then it was quite natural now for me to still stay in the aquaculture space and then do the fish sausage mm. so i discussed with other friends and they were interested in partnering with us so that was when Aquatic Food was born. So Aquatic Food is a partnership between Aquatic World and another company. Oh, okay. That is why you still see Aquatic World sometimes mm. featuring because mm. it's a partnership between two companies. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Mm -hmm. So Aquatic Foods, if I understand you, is primarily into, say, the processing yeah. of fish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why not meat? or beef or something else i love fish mm. and i i also f saw that fish um if you talk of fish products we're quite limited you have smoked fish and then you have maybe fried i mean and salted and dried mm. kobe and that, that's all that yeah. you find on the yeah. market and i realized that Ghanaians love sausages a lot I mean, you go for functions, look at the kebab sellers, mm. and look at the queue that you find there. Yeah. So I said, now, why don't we introduce this into the Ghanaian market? Knowing very well that people are now health conscious. Mm -hmm. Most people are switching from meat to fish. Yeah. But if they come to fish, what other products would they have? They a lot of options. Yeah, uh, uh, mm. options. And then also, it's healthier. Mm. We all talk of the omega-3 yeah. and, and, and all that. So... And then religious reasons. Oh. Some do not eat fi uh, meat, mm -hmm. especially if they don't know how it was slaughtered right. and all that. Right. Health, religious. Some are just tired of meat and they want to. Or the fact that there are variety. We have chicken, sausage, we have pork, we have, I mean, whatever. So why can't we have fish? So that was what, uh, what that was the force that drove us to really push this product onto the market. The fish sausage, and and we we I also thought that because if we are using fish, we can rear our own fish because mm. we've gone into the fish farming. Right. We, we have variety. You can mistakes also. Yes, you know how to correct them. You can use catfish. You can use tilapia. You can even use seafood. Mm. If I say seafood, I mean the one that you get yeah. marine. Yes. So your raw material at any point in time will be available. Mm. If you don't get this one, you can fall on right. on, on something right. else. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. But how has the market received these options you are providing now? 
the market didn't receive it. <laughs> they were skeptical. Okay. When I talk of fish sausage, everybody sometimes even the expression on their faces waving. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not something they are used to. No, waving, so, yeah. either either it's wow, is it possible? Oh no, this can't be. So it, it was really tough. So we had to go on exhibitions. Okay. Just doing some. So the first two years or so, we're just doing sampling. Okay. So that was how can we even started grilling them. Mm. Because a fresh one, no one will want even to buy and take home and try. Mm. So it's only at exhibitions and it's grilled. So when you taste it and it's good, you know that they might not even buy it. But the but fact that they taste it, they mm. have the idea that. So right. that's how, how we've, we've, we've felt so. I'm very keen on one thing you had mentioned earlier. You had mentioned the fact that the incubation program you had gone for, the training program you had gone for in Uganda mm -hmm. had suggested an incubation program. So I just want to understand, is it the case that, for instance, your company now offers younger people who are interested in fish processing and the like the opportunity to even uh, get involved in such a venture? Okay, so when, I, when, when we went for the course, um, the idea was to set, set up the incubation uh, hub in, in aquaculture. At that time, it was a fish farming. So mm. we're looking at setting up the young ones and holding their hands through the whole thing. And then we ourselves couldn't even manage it. So yeah. we came back. So um, with, the, with the aquatic food, I'm just about starting. Even though I do it um, just for, for organizations, that have maybe these women-led organizations they bring a few ladies mm. here to come here and see what we are doing mm. but then i'm going full force with it and that one will be for processing okay. that will be for processing so um i have a tall list of of the young ones who are waiting for me to to start oh yes, you already uh, have a short list like there's a oh yes list. yes yes i have ah. yes i have so how much how much will anyone need to commit to such a process and what are the possible returns? So with the processing, um, I, you know, I started in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I started with a machine of 200, 270 CDs or so, a small sausage-making machine. Mm -hmm. So you can start small, mm -hmm. and then you build on as it goes. So, so if you have that machine, and then you have your raw material, that is a fish, you have your freezing compartment. I'm sure you'll be able to start something. I also have another project that I'm doing with the, especially the young boys. If you have a location that it's, it's quite good, you can come for a grill, mm. a grilling machine. We teach you how to do the grill, the sausage, the sausage, and then you can have your own business. We supply you with the sausage, and mm. then you can have your own business with it. So there are so many things that is coming on that the young ones will, will, will benefit. Yeah. University of Ghana, um, the fisheries department, last week we were in a program and I have about 20 already on my list, wow. especially the final year students, because they have done aquaculture and fisheries. They haven't really done the processing. Okay. So now... Mm. Uh, so this gives them an this opportunity gives them to opportunity. have a hands-on yeah. approach to all the yeah. things they have read in yeah. the books yeah. and the practicals yeah. they have done in the school. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I think you're really contributing a lot to the society and to the younger generation. Mm. Thank you for that. Yeah. So if I have, say, a thousand cities, yeah. I can start a business. Yes, you can. 
It's a brilliant initiative. I'm really, really impressed by it. Have you, for instance, tried speaking to, say, the NEIP, the National Entrepreneurship Innovation Program, um, or the Youth Employment Agency, uh, or even tapping into the Government Youth Start program to see if maybe you can find some support there in order to train some more children? Actually, I haven't done that yet. Mm. I haven't done that yet. Would you yet. be open to such a collaboration? Oh, yes, 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 I will. Mm. Yes, I will. I mean, um, when you meet the youth, I mean, sometimes we, we, we get the impression that the youth are not willing to work. But some of them that I have interacted with are very, uh, very much eager. eager. Mm. There's one lady I met last week. She's, she lives in Isawam. Did you say no? Uh, I'm a salmon. Okay. And I told her my factory is in in, in Sakumono. She said, "Mommy, don't worry. If even every day I'll come." Wow. So they are really, really. Sometimes we think that the youth are lazy, and yeah. uh, but I yeah. think the majority of them are, are willing to work. And if you don't work, how do you eat? That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Mm. Any piece of advice to anybody watching now, particularly um, a youthful person? Uh, at least I'm glad it's coming from you and not me. Mm -hmm. When you say a lot of young people are keen on working, except perhaps the opportunities are not as um, available as we think they are. And so I'm happy that's coming from you. But is there any word you'd have for perhaps people in authority to begin with on ways that we can help these younger folk also get something doing? And also, any advice to the younger folk as far as business is concerned, fish processing even is concerned. For the government, I don't know what else to say. I know they're definitely aware they have some initiatives on their market mm. or well, even though sometimes you don't get to hear of it and all that and you hear all kinds of, um, uh, I mean in the news that they have not been able to pay these young ones that they started the project with. But I think that if they should rather support the private sector, if, for instance, I'm being supported, I am rather uh, trying to put these young ones on the market, train them to be on the market or to be in business instead of they trying to employ them. For the young ones too, I want to also tell them that, well, all the, hand, the fingers are not equal. Mm. Some can go into business, others will not be able to go into business. There's um, partnership. I mean, these days, uh, fortunately, the, because of the internet, they're exposed to a whole lot of things. So two or three people can come together and then think of a business idea. We, at that time, thought the banking sector was a place to go. But when I came out, I realized that private sector is far better. I mean, despite the challenges, mm -hmm. access to funding and all that. But then if every day you take it at a time, every day, I started with 270. I wasn't in this premises. I was in my kitchen mm. and, and then working until I, I was able to, to rent a place and all right. that. So right. it, it's not a one day thing. Rome was not built in a day. It's not a one day thing. Start small. Even if you are in employment. I must say we are really grateful and thankful to you for having us here and even sharing the story with us. I sincerely hope a lot of people who are watching us today are motivated by this, particularly the younger folk. For me, that's the main reason why we even do these kinds of interviews so that we can have the younger folk know that there's opportunity out there and there are things you can do. Uh, I have found a new joint where I can get my Kobe. <laughs> for those of you who do not know where this is, it's a Sakumono. Uh, subsequently, I mean, you can just go on Facebook and just type aquatic foods 
aquatic foods a c q u a t i c then f o o d s aquatic foods just go and look for it and you find them you should come and try their stuff out and I'm, i bet you you will not be disappointed but that's it uh, we have to call it a wrap today uh, i know yeah it's too short i know don't worry we are working on it <laughs> we'll get there okay so uh, that's how we wrap up on today's episode of the business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB. My name is Kwabna Chenchaini Boatin. The show was proudly brought to you by First National Bank, the bank of the changeables. How can we help you? And Cowbell, our milk. I'll see you soon again, hopefully, with another guest you expected. The business edition of 21 Minutes with KKB was proudly brought to you by MTN Business Broadband. First National Bank. How can we help you? This advert is FDA approved.